Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 81 of The Body Nerd Show. On today's episode, we're digging into the six steps to building sustainable strength, including exactly where to focus most of your time and how to keep things simple so that you don't get overwhelmed. So what does this roadmap actually look like, right? What's the path to getting stronger in a sustainable way without getting derailed by injuries and without getting hurt? Because I have a feeling you're sort of like me in that if you had that roadmap, that clear path, that follow the yellow brick road, you would be willing to do the work to get to that place. When you're in a place where you have pain on a regular basis, it's frustrating and it also feels so foreign. It's almost like you're trapped in this body that you don't quite understand, that you're not getting along with. And if there were just a simple step-by-step path, a simple way to focus and what to focus on that would make things so much easier to getting to that place of feeling like yourself again, just without pain. I don't know about you, but I would have signed up like a thousand times over, especially when I dislocated my bicep tendons a while ago. Um, This was probably, I want to say eight or nine years ago. Now I didn't do bench presses for five years after because I was afraid. I was scared. The bench press was how I injured myself. And it wasn't the bench press's fault. I think that's a common error is that if a specific thing has hurt us, we're like, oh, I'm just never going to do that again. I'm never going to do that move. I'm never going to do bench press. I'm never going to take that type of class because that's how I can keep myself safe. And it was about two weeks later when I re-injured my shoulders doing something completely different. Because when you're in this place, it's especially when like pain is going on, it's almost like you tread lightly because you only want to do what feels safe. And after a while, what feels safe starts to get less and less. And at the time when I dislocated my bicep tendons, they actually sublexed, which was zero fun. I I didn't have the time or patience to be bothered with an injury. I mean, and honestly, who does? Like who is just like sitting around waiting to be like, okay, let me get injured now. Like none of us, right? But I remember getting into my car to drive to work the next day. I was working as a physical therapy aide um, and I was more annoyed that I couldn't get my coffee cup out of my center console rather than the fact that like I totally had jacked up my shoulders. (laughs) Priorities, right? Priorities. But maybe that's where you're at too. Not about the coffee, although that is a huge bummer. But maybe there's something that you're not doing anymore because you don't want to get hurt. Uh, Maybe it felt a little iffy the last time. Maybe it brings up uh, aches and pains and you just don't want the frustration. And honestly, as a perfectionist, sometimes it's just easier to not even try than to try it and have a problem. You know, that's like the most frustrating thing as a perfectionist. 
Now, I want you to be empowered with the knowledge of how to take excellent care of your body. I want you to be empowered and know where to focus so that you can make sure that you keep getting stronger without worrying about getting hurt. And I want you to feel empowered so that you are the only one who gets to decide when it's time to call it quits or to move on and try something new. Not your back, not your knees, not your neck. You call the shots. Because to me, that's what sustainable strength is all about. It's about feeling in control of your body and your health and feeling empowered that you know enough to make the right decisions and make the best decisions for yourself. And I think best is better than right because there's not really right and wrong when it comes to the body. There's a lot of it depends, but there is what is best for you with where you're at right now and with whatever's going on. So today I want to share with you the six steps to building sustainable strength and exactly what to focus on. And we're going to put it together in a way so that you have a roadmap of what I've found makes the biggest difference. So it's not quite as easy as follow the yellow brick road. I wish it were. Um, But the human body is a little bit more complicated and way more beautiful than a yellow brick road, in my opinion. Um, So that means that our path does have a few more steps. So the six areas to focus on on this path to building sustainable strength are sleep, your nutrition and hydration, daily movement, the big three, your plan for body maintenance, aka your Amplify You plan, and mindfulness. Now already, if your perfectionist brain is like running through these things, I want you to know you're not going to do all of these at once. We'll break it down and then you can see where you can start making some change right now. And small change matters. I think we're really all or nothing when it comes to the body. And we think, oh, I got to do every single thing. I got to do the, you know, eight days a week of the workouts and stretching for six hours a day and like all the things. But honestly, small change matters. A 1% improvement day over day over day at the end of the month is 30% better. So what would feeling 30% better than you do right now be like? What would feeling 30% stronger than you do right now feel like too? It doesn't seem like a lot, but I can promise you a little bit every day is enough to make sustainable change for your body. Not drastic, like you're not going to wake up tomorrow and be, I was going to say this Santa Claus. Uh, You guys remember that movie, The Santa Claus, where um, Tim Allen, he wakes up the next morning and he's Santa Claus and then he shaves everything and the next day he wakes up and he's still Santa Claus? That's not how it works, (laughs) right? It doesn't work that way. But again, 1%, a little bit better every day. A little bit every day is enough to change your body in the direction that you want it to go. So let's talk about sleep for starters. Now, sleep is non-negotiable. There are no ifs, ands, or buts about this. I've done a few episodes on sleep. It is so important for your brain health, for focus, and just being able to show up and do your job, whatever that job might be. It's important for your physiology, including blood sugar, cortisol levels, recovery, immune system. And there's no replacement for sleep. There's no pill that you can take, and those drinks are not the same as getting sleep, right? Any of those caffeinated uh, Red Bulls, or I just learned of a thing called a depth charge where you put a shot of espresso into coffee. Like, that doesn't replace sleep. It makes you feel more awake and energized, but you don't get the same benefits from sleep. 
Now, we're also starting with sleep because it is the easiest thing to change. You don't have to go out. You don't have to buy anything. You don't really have to do a whole lot to get more quality sleep tonight. So if you're not getting seven or more hours of sleep a night, like none of these other fixes is even going to matter. It doesn't matter how much you're moving or the type of mobility or the type of workouts you're doing if you are not also backing it up with good quality sleep every single night. Like nothing is as potent or effective as it can be if you're also underslept. Now, if you are like, well, hey, I don't need to sleep that much because I'm just not tired, that in itself is an indication that there's something going on. Everything that you do can be used as a diagnostic. It'll give you information about where to go for that next step, especially as we keep peeling away layers to get to the root cause. So for me, sleep is something that I've really been working on and dealing with because for a long time, um, I was super wired at night and then just so groggy in the morning. So I would just like try to fire myself up with lots of caffeine and then the cycle just perpetuated and continued. Now, for many of you, you may also have found that since March and on, since we've been in the thick of this pandemic and the overload of news and just like awful news on a regular basis coming down the pipeline, um, which also does anybody else feel like you are standing in front of a firefighter's hose that's just blowing full blast information of terrible things happening in the world? So if you feel that way, you are not alone. If your sleep is affected, you are not alone. So I've been doing things like making sure that I'm getting rid of my phone. And I'm gonna tell you right now, I did not do a good job of that last night and I stayed up too late and I was tired this morning. Right. So the movements that I do today, right, working out just it's not going to be as good because I'm not as well slept. I can't push myself harder if I'm also underslept. And also for me, again, supplementation, I'm like literally peeling away all the layers to figure out how can I get the best sleep ever. So do not pass go if you are not dialed in here. And if sleep is something you struggle with, if you are not getting those seven hours a night, the other stuff I'm sharing with you is important, but this is the most important thing. So stay here, get your sleep dialed in, do all those things, and then come back and do the rest. Go listen to some of the other episodes of The Body Nerd Show that we've done on sleep, especially the episode I did with Dr. Licata, because he goes way in depth into what happens when you sleep and why all portions of sleep are super, super important. Sleepity sleep, sleep, sleep (laughs) makes me want to take a nap. And that's another thing. We've talked about naps on here. Like, go take a nap. Do whatever you need to get better sleep every single night. So the second thing to focus on is your nutrition and your hydration. And these steps are really intertwined because what's happening with your nutrition can also impact not only how you feel, but also how you're sleeping. And that's really true for all of these steps is they don't exist in a vacuum. They all are related to one another in some way. Another piece of nutrition is making sure that you're getting lots of veggies into your body every day. Um, Make sure that you're hydrated and drinking enough water. Maybe that means supplementing with hydration tablets as needed. It's super hot here in LA. Our air quality has been awful with the fires. I am trying to drink as much water as possible. And sometimes you get to a point where all the water is just passing through you, which is where those hydration tablets come in super duper handy. 
Also, why nutrition and hydration are so important, because oftentimes your triggers for a bad night of sleep come from the type of food you're eating. So I already mentioned caffeine. I had to cut it out entirely. Sometimes I'll have decaf, uh, but as a nice friend on Instagram mentioned, decaf just means less caffeinated. Uh, So I learned the hard way. Don't have that late in the day. But to the best of my ability, no caffeine especially in the coffee form. I find that I'm not as affected by black tea and I might have that occasionally, but it's a green tea in the morning and a decaf like once a month, if even that, but no caffeine because that impacts my sleep. Now, sugar is another one. If I have sugar a few days in a row, it starts to mess up my sleep too. So it puts me back into that wired at night and then tired and groggy the next morning. And so that's another thing that I just pay attention to. And I know if I'm hitting that 3 p.m. slump and I'm just exhausted, it's probably because I've been eating too much sugar. Alcohol is another one that can make you tired. But the thing about alcohol is that you don't sleep quite so deeply. So you feel more tired, but the quality of sleep you're getting isn't the best. And knowing all of these things, whether it's sugar or alcohol or gluten, like whatever the thing is, Knowing it doesn't mean that you have to avoid them entirely. I'm not saying that these things are bad. I'm just saying that I have figured out what works best for my body and becoming more aware of what the choices you make, what effect they're going to have on you and your sleep. So for example, I made a cookie dough cheesecake for my husband's birthday. And I'm gonna tell you right now, no regrets on that at all. (laughs) And typically, you know, we share with family members or we'll have a get together at, you know, our parents' house and there's siblings and people eat the cheesecake. Uh, But he said, I don't want to share this cheesecake. Like I want to enjoy it all for myself. And I was like, okay, let's do it. So we had cheesecake so many days in a row. Again, no regrets. It was so good. But by midweek, both of us were exhausted. Like that 3 p.m. wall was like a semi truck just like knocking me on my ass. I literally had to lay on the floor here in my office and take a nap because all of the sugar was creating changes to your blood sugar that made us super, super sleepy. So nutrition and hydration is second to sleep because it's just as important and has an effect on how you're sleeping. Also, if you are underslept, your food choices are gonna be different. Uh, There's a reason we crave crunchy, salty, sweet things when we're tired. So knowing your triggers, knowing your sensitivities, but then also making sure you're getting balanced meals every day and not skipping meals, eating your greens, supplementing if you need to, Like these are all the important things that are going to help you to build sustainable strength. And if you're like, what? I mean, what's the exercise? I thought this was just about exercise. Every system in your body is interconnected. You are a system of systems. And so starting here at the base of these foundational elements is going to allow all of the training you do to be that much more effective. If your body is in an inflammatory state because you're underslept and because your nutrition isn't dialed in, it literally doesn't really matter what you do for movement because this will always be coursing through your veins. So start here. These are the easier things to pay attention to of getting more water, eating more vegetables, making sure that you are eating well-balanced meals. And I'm not saying this because I had it perfectly dialed in, not by any stretch. I mean, to be honest, my dog cut out gluten before me (laughs) and there's no shame in any of this. There's just knowledge. 
And when you know better, you have the option to make different choices. And these different choices are probably going to be better for you. And the third thing that I want you to focus on and really to dial in on your path to building sustainable strength is daily movement. Now, not all movement is exercise because your body was designed to move all the way down to a cellular level. So movement could be walking, could be biking, it could be going barefoot, it could be sitting on the floor, it could be mini movements throughout your day, just taking a break every half hour, hour from your desk to stretch your shoulders or stretch your hips. It's changing up your workstation throughout your day for variety. What if you go work in the kitchen? What if you go work in the living room? What if you go work at the coffee table in the family room? How does that change stuff? It's getting on the floor and playing with your kids or your pets. There's lots of ways to move. Again, not all movement is exercise. So have your exercise, have your cake and eat it too. Now have your exercise, but also make sure that you're moving, doing things like getting your 10,000 steps a day, going on bike rides, riding a stationary bike, if that's your thing, whatever it is, there's lots of ways to move. Just make sure you're doing it a little bit every day. And there's no goal to this other than to be more human right? Before we had cars and DoorDash and, you know, Instacart and all of those things, we used to go to the grocery store. <laughs> One of my favorite things to do, I'm just kidding about that too, is uh, we have a grocery store within a mile from our house. And so sometimes my husband and I will take the dog and we'll walk to the grocery store. One person will go in and get all the stuff. And then we walk home and carry the stuff. That is a super simple way to be more human, to include and incorporate movement into a activity or chore that I already have to do. Now, granted, you have to have the time to walk and do all that stuff, but I bake it into my day to make sure that it happens. Remember, this is the third thing I want you to focus on. This should be your third priority after getting good sleep, after dialing in your nutrition and your hydration, make sure that you're moving a little bit every single day. Because moving more means that you're allowing for a little bit more movement and a little bit more movement every single day. It's ensuring that you can keep moving no matter what. Because this concept of use it or lose it is absolutely real especially when it comes to your body. So if you want to still be able to get up and down off the floor when you're 107 years old, just keep practicing it now because it will make a difference. The fourth thing to focus on is the big three. Now, the big three are foundations of good movement. And these three movements, the squat, the hip hinge, and the overhead reach, once you've mastered them, are going to make it so much easier to move smarter throughout your day. And moving smarter means that every time you move, let's say you're bending over at the sink or getting dishes out of the dishwasher, you're doing it in a way that's helping to strengthen your body versus aggravating things that might be going on. So especially with back injuries, the hip hinge is a huge one. If your back is super tight, if you have back pain ever, chances are how you're moving is aggravating it and making it worse. So a super simple fix is to learn how to hip hinge and then do more of that throughout your day. Now, that's not to say that you can only do the hip hinge from here on out, but if you incorporate that and make that be the default habit more often than you allow yourself to slouch or bend from your back, your lower back is going to be way, way, way happier. Also, if you want to build sustainable strength, you need to be able to move safely with or without weights. 
And so mastering the squat, the hip hinge, and the overhead reach mean that even when you add weights, you're still going to be moving in a way that your form and your posture are dialed in. And it's important to pay attention to form and posture beyond just your workout. The workout is absolutely super important, but what you're doing the other 23 hours a day is almost more important, right? One hour versus 23 hours. That one hour doesn't erase what happens the other 23 hours. So you have to be sure that you're just paying attention to your body mechanics, you're paying attention to your movements and making those micro adjustments as you notice them. So we're talking about progress, not perfection, um, which I know is probably really hard. You want to do everything perfect. And I'm here for that. I'm sorry. I'm a perfectionist too. But the better we can just be more aware of how we're moving and how we're standing and how our weight is distributed in our body, the easier it's going to be to have better posture, to have better form for everything that you do. So take Shill, for example. She is a movement mavens, and she started to incorporate the big three into her day, specifically with hip hinging and squatting. And then she came back into the group and was like, weird, I started doing hip hinging and my back pain totally changed. Because how your body feels right now, it's not a permanent thing. It's a reflection of how you're moving or even how you're not moving. And I'm not saying that to wag a finger and make you feel bad. I'm sharing that so that you can see that you can change the unchangeable. No matter how long it's been, no matter how big and scary and Latin it sounds, you can always change the unchangeable by making different choices about how you're moving right now. And this is truly about keeping things simple. Because you could do a bazillion different workouts and a bazillion different moves, but without the big three as that undercurrent to what you're doing, the the big three is like an insurance plan to make sure that every movement you do sets you up to keep getting stronger no matter what. The big three also helps you to move in a way to ensure that you're not going to get hurt because you're moving better, because you're sensing what your body is doing and where it is in space better. And when you can feel better, you can move better. It's just as simple as that. Now, I'm just kidding. That sounds a lot more simple than it actually is, but I am not kidding when I say a little bit every day is enough to keep honing in your ability to sense your body better, to be more embodied in your body. And your workouts and building up the strength and intensity of your workouts, when you have the big three dialed in, it makes that process so much easier. The truth is fancy workouts and fads, like they look good in the Instagram commercials. I saw this one of a guy literally throwing a kettlebell around. Oh my gosh, it was crazy. It was so wild. Uh, But the truth is getting stronger is way more simple. And my garage parties are variations on this. I don't get bored because you can change up the big three. You can change how you're standing in a squat. You can change the amount of weight you're using, how you're holding it, where you're moving it. You can change your pace and move faster or slower to make things more or less difficult. But by keeping it simple, you're able to really build strength. And now I know I can go about my day, pick up anything, carry anything and not worry about it. I don't worry about picking my dog up, um, even if I'm doing it quickly and in not so great form, because I know that there were 99 repetitions before that that were on point. So the key to getting stronger is keep it simple, focus on the big three, and then go from there. So now that you have the big three, 
what's the next next step. So this is kind of meta, but it's your plan within your plan, aka your Amplify You plan. So it's no argument that having a plan makes everything easier right? When you have a recipe, follow the yellow brick road, it just, it's straightforward. You know exactly what to do and you can just focus on getting it done. And body maintenance is no different. Especially if you're doing a million different things, there's no way to know what's making the biggest difference. You can't actually know what's helpful and what's working and what's not working because there's so many things you can't even tell. It's like if you poured a hundred things in a pot and then you're like, oh, well, something tastes off. Well, how are you going to know which thing it is unless you're a super taster? And I'm not a super taster. And I'm also not a movement genius, right? I just have figured out if you do one thing at a time or two things paired together very intentionally and you have a strategy to how you are planning out your body maintenance, then you can be super clear about what's working and what's not working so that you're not wasting time doing exercises or different things that aren't really moving you forward. And really, when you have a plan, you can do this focused work and you don't have to waste your time, do it in fluff that doesn't get results. And so it actually allows you to be more effective in less time. Take Michelle, for example, she's another movement maven and she had to give up running because of her hip pain. That's what brought her to movement mavens. And she had been doing months of physical therapy and it sort of helped, but she still wasn't back to running and that was her stress outlet. And maybe you feel this way too. Like when movement is part of your DNA, it's a part of your stress relief. It's how you clear your head. And without having that outlet, things start to feel like they're out of control really, really fast. So for Michelle, running was super important to her and getting back to it was even more important. But she didn't have time to fall into another injury or get set back and derailed by another injury again. She'd already been there and done that. Now, once she got her body maintenance plan dialed in, this is when things really shifted because she was able to get back to running after more than a break of five months because it wasn't that everything was perfect and she was like, oh my God, everything's, you know, I'm totally fine. It wasn't that at all, but she knew what her body needed before and after. And so that gave her the confidence to get back outside, to take it slow because she knew exactly what to do if anything came up. And that's the difference that having a plan makes. You know what to do, you know why you're doing it, and you're able to dial in and focus on exactly what works without the noise and the overwhelm of everything else. So once you get all of these things dialed in, right, we've talked about sleep, nutrition, and hydration, uh, moving every single day, mastering the fundamentals of good movement, the big three, and then layering on a body maintenance plan that's specific to you, that's going to help you not just get out of pain, but keep getting stronger and move you closer to your goals. That's where I see physical therapy sometimes kind of falling short is that it gets you back to a place where you're like, cool, I can sit here on the couch and I have no pain. But what about hiking? What about bike riding? What about running? What about working out? What about just being human without pain? Right. And so that's where your daily maintenance plan comes into play. Now, the last thing to focus on is mindfulness. And I say this for last, not because it's least important, because it really depends on where you're starting from. If you're already getting great sleep and moving daily, this is going to move higher up on your priority list. You can start working on your mindfulness faster. But you're not a body without a mind. And if it all were just physical, then stretching your hamstrings would totally work. 
but it's not that simple. And it's a great thing that our bodies are not that simple because life, for me at least, would be super boring. (laughs) Mindfulness are all of the practices that bring you back to center. These are all the things that help calm your nervous system, that bring you back from the brink of overwhelm because there's just way too much to pay attention to. So mindfulness helps you to train your brain to focus on a singular thing. This is going to help you have better focus, better attention, less reactivity, less stress. And honestly, for me, it helps me feel like a better version of myself. It's like giving your brain the time and space to be in the present moment without distraction. And honestly, it's been one of the most powerful tools for unleashing my creativity ideas for this podcast, ideas for workshops and courses and things I bring into Movement Mavens all come from time of just sitting there with a pen in my hand and staring out the window. Because mindfulness is not just meditation. It's journaling. It's eliminating distractions so you can be present in the moment, maybe on your back porch with a cup of coffee or a cup of tea. Uh, Maybe it's breath work. Maybe it's gratitude lists and being thankful. Maybe it's prayer. Just like with body maintenance, the approach and the things that work for you are whatever is best for you. There's a bunch of different ways to do it, and it's more important that you find the key for you. So the roadmap to getting stronger without getting hurt is your specific mixture of these things, of sleep, nutrition, hydration, daily movement, the big three, a body maintenance plan, and mindfulness. It's dialing in what needs help and creating a strategic plan so that you can keep doing what works in the most efficient way possible. And this is exactly what we do inside Movement Mavens. Movement Mavens is the only program of its kind that helps you craft your personalized plan so you know exactly what your body needs to build sustainable strength consistently. It teaches you how to move well so that you can keep getting stronger with every move that you do, not just the hour you spend working out. Because when you focus on the foundations of the big three, you will get stronger every day. And Move It Mavens teaches you how to build strength safely. You get customized workout plans so you can stay ahead of the curve, plan for pain, and take care of those muscle imbalances before they lead to injury. Now we're open for enrollment for the last time in 2020. So if you want to get focused and you want a clear action plan so that you can get stronger without being derailed by injuries ever again, now is the time. And you can learn all about Movement Mavens and the awesome bonuses that we have right now over at aewellness.com slash mavens. That's M-A-V-E-N-S. Bonuses like a push-up Maven workout plan, your best sleep ever workshop, and more. And these are all yours when you join us before September 30th, 2020. So I want to hear from you. What step are you going to dial in next on your path to building sustainable strength? You can find me over on Instagram. I'm at Hala Formala. You can send me a DM, tag me in stories, or you can call the Body Nerd hotline and leave a quick voicemail at 818-396-6501. Or maybe you want to text. You can text that number too. (laughs) It's all in the show notes. And along with the show notes, fun links, free downloads, the Body Nerds group, everything lives over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And thank you. Thank you so much for being here today, for taking the time to listen. I hope that you got some fun movement in, or at least you have something planned for your daily movement. 
And if you enjoyed this week's episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss anything else. We got some fun episodes coming down the pipeline. I'm excited to debunk some fitness myths and some other things. So stay tuned. Share this episode with somebody who needs to hear it today. And here is asking better questions, moving more, getting sustainably strong, (laughs) and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and that you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks and body work is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.